This is In the Absence of Sports, a podcast that talks to coaches, players, broadcasters, and other team personnel affected by the coronavirus pandemic across the sporting world. Here's your host, Jeremy Otto. Well, here we go with episode 21 of In the Absence of Sports. So glad you came back with us here today. want to remind you right off the bat to subscribe if you're listening to us on Apple Podcasts. Certainly follow us on SoundCloud for those notifications as soon as these new episodes are posted. Like us on Facebook. Search In the Absence of Sports. You can follow us on Twitter at Absence of Sports. You can follow me there as well at Jeremy Otto PXP. Again, that's at J E R E M Y O T T O P X P. Well, a lot to get to here today. We have an interesting guest on once again. But if you missed the last episode with new Chicago Bulls TV play by play announcer and new Fox Sports employee, Adam Amin, you missed a good one. It was a comprehensive sports discussion. We talked some MLB and NBA. Also brought up the last dance, obviously, as as the new Bulls man starting next year. Adam uh, grew up a Bulls fan. He he grew up watching Michael Jordan. So with all the last dance talk, talk, we asked him, do you think there's any person in sports right now that could cross over to another sport? Here's what he had to say. I would love to see Zidane Charo play basketball. You know, I think, uh, you know, he's one of the <laughs> tallest guys playing defenseman. He's one of the tallest ever defensemen in, in NHL history. So I would love to see him maybe uh, maybe throw on uh, some sneakers and go on a basketball court. Uh, yeah, I just think that tra- – but it's an interesting thing that you bring up. It's just the athletic ability. It feels like – I don't know if this is true – but it certainly feels like guys are bigger, stronger, faster now than they ever have been. You know, nutrition, uh, regimen, how it's become a business in and of itself, a cottage industry in and of itself is just training for sports where maybe that didn't feel like the case uh, 25 years ago. So I, I think uh, there's plenty of guys now, you know, plenty of, plenty of athletes now that can make a transition fairly easily. Yeah, wouldn't that be interesting if uh, Chara got out there in, in some basketball sneakers and, and started running around the basketball court? I, I really would like to see that again. I'm obviously, in the climate of sports here today, I'm not sure that it's so conducive from one person to switch from one sport to the next, but maybe we'll see that in the coming years as things start to settle down. To on to today's guest now. His name is Brian Foose. He's the head football coach at Madonna University. It's a fresh program. So they took all of last year to recruit some players, redshirt them all. They didn't end up practicing because of COVID hitting at the end when spring ball was supposed to happen. But they're gearing up and hoping that their season will start at some point this year. And it'll certainly be a special one, year one, whenever that happens. But Brian, thanks so much for joining us. How are you today? I'm doing well. Thank you very much for having me. Absolutely. There's certainly a lot of excitement around Madonna, I'm sure, and around the NAI for another program to be added. But uh, this is a wrench thrown in, huh? <laughs> yeah, it's been uh, been an interesting time, to say the least. So we'll get through it, though. Yeah, we look at uh, what the NAI has already done. They've uh, minimized everyone's schedule down to nine, and most people had 11 games scheduled. You're no different now, 11 to nine at this point. But what else is the NAI saying in terms of you know what this season may look like? Yeah, they, so they want to make sure that at least 50% of the schools participate. So that would be one thing. Um, and then 
making sure that we're, we're starting practice uh, on August 15th. That's the earliest that we can start practice, um, which really isn't too much different uh, than what we were going to do anyway. So that doesn't affect too much. But those, those are the two main things uh, that, we, that we have. This might be weird to say, but, um, you know, I don't know if all college football coaches around the country, whether at your level, Division One, Division Two, NAI, uh, you know, were too hurt by spring football being canceled. But that hurt you guys because you haven't seen any of these guys together, right? Absolutely. We, you know, we don't even know how to line up for practice, let alone run a play. So uh, we we are trying to make that up with some Zoom meetings now and um, you know, when we get to camp, walkthroughs are going to be extremely important for us and making sure that we get the most out of them uh, with doing walkthroughs and making sure that they know how to line up. Um, you know, we're going to have to walk through where to go for practice. Uh, so really the the things that people take for granted and, um, you know, don't really think about, we're, we're going to have to figure out on the fly, which We'll get through it. We'll be just fine. Read an article that uh, kind of highlighted you guys in the New York Times. We'll get to that in a second. But one thing that stuck out there is you, you said maybe, you know, we have to divide the roster in two when it comes to practice. What's the mindset behind that? Is it the, you know, the distancing thing and, and just getting ready? Or is that, you know, group by group kind of getting these guys ready as soon as they can? It's it's definitely a reps thing and making sure that that we get individual attention to every guy so we can evaluate every guy individually it's something that i've done in the past in my my career been a part of in the past in my career and it it really allowed me as a coach uh to be able to see what someone's talents are and you know give them the opportunity to go out and succeed and uh you know doing that uh you're able to to focus a lot more on the individual's and be able to correct those movements. Uh, you know, takes half the time to go through an individual session in practice. Uh, so, you know, that's that's the main part of it. Obviously, you know, it, we were going to do it anyways, uh, to be honest. But uh, I think, uh, you know, with all the COVID stuff as well, I think it will help with some of that distancing also. For those that uh, don't know, you guys took a, a full year to recruit how difficult is it to convince someone to sit out a full year was it not too much uh, given hey it's a new program you're going to get some time right off the bat and you get to be a part of a kind of historic season yeah that's the that's the big part of it is you know selling that you have an opportunity to be the first to do something you know when you look back at things you really don't have the opportunity to be the first many times in your life and you have that opportunity here, and that's that's exciting. Uh, having done it twice before and, and been a part of those things, um, you want to talk about rewarding, taking something from absolutely nothing uh, to competing at a very high level. Uh, that's that's rewarding, and you know that that is easy to to sell, and you know because I mean we didn't. We're showing renderings of things. We're showing drawings of things and, you know, talking about where things are going to go and what we're going to do. And, you know, we're going to hire more coaches, you know, whatever it is, we're we're just in the process of doing those things. So um, the toughest pill on that was the ones 
that were on campus this last year because they had to register. And, you know, that's a difficult thing in itself. Um, but having to redshirt without even being able to put the pads on, uh, that's tough. Any feel for, you know, say games do kick off September 12th, what a game could be like if it's any different because of the times? I think, obviously, you know, a lot of people have thrown around no fans. Um, I don't know if that's going to be an outcome. Um, one of the things that I thought about, because typically I would love to dress, you know, 100 guys at home games and, you know, reward those guys that deserve that uh, to dress for that home game. Uh, it might, there might be limited rosters, um, you know, just because of, of space and, you know, limiting the contact of, of how many people on the team. Uh, so that's something that, that I've thought of too. And, you know, we've seen, uh, you know, all the shields coming out and, you know, coaching in itself that way, you know, you see a coach on a sideline with a shield in front of his face, you know, that's, <laughs> that's going to visibly look very different than what, what you're used to. You're going to have to yell a little bit louder, right? <laughs> uh, no, I try, I try to <laughs> cut that down. I, I've, uh, I've calmed down a little bit with my age. So, <laughs> Well, talk about the you know the program being featured in the New York Times because we're not only talking about an NAI program, but a program in Michigan. You know, getting some rep in the New York Times. How did that come about? Uh, just uh, he reached out to us and was doing an article on on startup programs, and um, you know, I, re- I remember when it came through, uh, Zach Shore, uh, you know, put put me in touch with them and said, "Would I be interested in doing that?" I was sure, why not? Like. <laughs> I want to I want to promote our program as much as possible, and you know what better place to do that at? So I uh, I actually went in and I, I showed the text message to my wife, and she said what? <laughs> <laughs> so it was it, it was flattering that uh, you know they wanted to to do an article on us, and then to see our guys uh, you know in print with that and the pictures and. I was I was really uh, happy for the school, happy for our players to be able to have that that opportunity, and you know that that's what it's about is you know helping to bring uh, notoriety to Madonna and what we're doing here and and the guys that we have on roster and what they what they can do and what they've done so far. Uh, very very happy that both got noticed in that that article it was, a, it was a great piece chatting here with brian fusi head coach at madonna university football here in livonia what uh i guess have you done to prepare for this season obviously what have you taken you know from your time at ohio dominican and lindsey wilson you know from the the samples you've taken there in terms of being a part of a first year program what did you learn at those two institutions yeah the the big thing is first you know all right how are you going to build your roster you know, are you going to build it with a lot of transfers? Or are you going to build it with high school graduates? And, you know, that, that's one thing that, uh, that we did is we, we built the program around high school graduates. And not that transfers can't help you, um, but we wanted to, to spend time and really build a program and invest in, in those players. So we've got a handful of transfers, but the majority of our roster uh, is high school graduates. And, you know, th- there's a couple things that, you know, come with that. We, we want parents involved. And, 
you know, having parents involved was an outstanding part of both of those places. Um, you know, when we would go on the road, our, our following was outstanding. And that's, that's what makes it special. That's what makes it exciting. And plus, you got to make sure you bring the right people on campus. Um, you, any time that you start something that's the size of a football team, you're going to change campus. And you're either going to change it for the better or for the worse. And so I, I harp on our guys, one, uh, get to class. Uh, we do class checks very often. And, you know, that, that rapport with the professors is important. If the professor knows that we academics is first, they're going to reach out to us more. And uh, I think we've built that up, and uh, I'm excited about how our guys, most of our guys, I should say, um, you know, have responded in the classroom. Um, you know, and then two, supporting other sports. Uh, that That's extremely important to me as well because we want them to come support us. Well, the, you got to show support to them too. So um, we were on them about, you know, getting to basketball games, getting to volleyball games. Um, you know, didn't have a chance to get out there for, for baseball and uh, softball games. Um, you know, but we wanted them to be out there supporting our other teams, you know, our soccer programs and that, because, um, you know, we can make a big impact there too. So that was the, the first thing really from those two schools is just how you start it and what type of people you recruit and what type of people you bring on on, on campus. You have sort of an edge because uh, you're coaching at a Catholic school. You have such an elite league in Michigan and even across the United States in the Detroit Catholic High School League. How much do you plan to utilize, I guess, that resource? Yeah, as much as we can. Um, you know, that's – and even going into, you know, some of the Toledo area schools, Cleveland schools, you know, there's, there's good Catholic football uh, all over the place. And, you know, now we have to – foster that and you know get that going um you know the the thing is with a lot of those programs you know they're they were so successful in high school and you know maybe it's not what they're looking for right away uh but we've got a ton to offer them and we just have to land a few of those guys and have them go back and talk to their teammates and you know we're we're working hard on that and you know, that's that's going to be a big part of it, too. Give us the feel for your team when they actually, you know, hit the field in terms of what we're going to see out there. Are you up-tempo? Are you, uh, you know, more of the traditional spread? Or are you the, you know, the, what we've started to see a, a little bit more? No huddle? Uh, what, what are we going to see out of Madonna football? Yeah, we're, we're going to be aggressive. I want to be aggressive on both sides of the ball and, and on special teams, too. I, you know, there's – people that make things happen and people that wait for things to happen and, and wonder what did. And we want to make things happen. Uh, you know, we want to play smart football, uh, be educated on, you know, all those little rules that can make a difference in a game and, you know, make sure that, uh, you know, take those opportunities that are there and, you know, you got to constantly be looking for those opportunities. Um, you know, sometimes it's running the ball, uh, because they're they're staying back, and sometimes it's it's uh, throwing the ball because they're coming after you. Um, you know, defensively, sometimes it's hey they've got a weak spot here on the O line. We're going to attack that spot and, and get to the quarterback. Or sometimes it's going to be hey we better you know keep them in front of us because their receivers are really talented. So 
we just need to be smart with what we're doing and making sure that we utilize you know the strengths that we do have and and look for those opportunities to make big plays taking a peek at your uh tentative schedule i guess you have to call it in, in these times with anything that you're dealing with but lawrence tech originally was supposed to be off the get-go right at home and then trinity international but your first game now is set for september 12th at seven at saint xavier university in illinois then home versus missouri baptist university just talk about the schedule as a whole and what you put together there yeah, the the conference, the MSFA, is an outstanding conference. I, I believe it's the best conference in the in the country. Um, you know, I was in the MSFA when when I was at Ohio Dominican. Uh, so, uh, mo- majority of those schools uh, I've I've seen before. Obviously, that was a while ago. Uh, but you know, a lot of those same same powerhouses are still there, and you know, with the addition of a few others as well. So. Uh, we're going to be challenged week in and week out uh, with with great football, uh, great play, and you know even being in the mid south down at Lindsey Wilson, uh, that's another great conference, uh, a little bit larger footprint, uh, but uh, you know it's we're, we're gonna we're gonna be challenged every single week. Uh, we are um, playing all conference schools, but we're not playing a conference schedule this year. So we're an affiliate member this year. And then starting 21 season, uh, we will be a full league schedule and and, uh, competing for that right away or that second year, I should say. I know the the plan is to play at Churchill High School for the first couple of years, at least uh, Madonna did acquire Ladywood High School's property. What is the plan for a stadium long-term? Uh, we're working on that plan and developing that. Um, you know, right now the the important thing is you know, making sure that we've got the the things for our players these first couple years, and we're doing a great job with that. Um, you know, they're obviously COVID put a little bit of a, a hamper on some things, but you know we're currently working on uh, some things right now. Um, we got some new weight equipment uh, in this last winter, and then promptly we're not allowed to. <laughs> to use it because of COVID, but, uh, you know, we're, university's working hard for it. Our administration's working hard for it, and uh, I'm excited to see where it goes. Well, Brian, thanks so much for stopping by here today. We hope to see you guys on the field at, at some point. It should bring a new exciting thing uh, in and around campus for sure. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you very much for, for having us and taking an interest in what we're doing, and look forward to, to seeing you at games hopefully this year. And, uh, be able to to continue to promote our mission and and what Madonna's about. Absolutely. That's Brian Foose, the head coach of football at Madonna University. Well, that just about wraps up episode 21. Yes, 21 of them of In the Absence of Sports here today. We want to remind you to subscribe. Do that in Apple Podcast. You can follow us on SoundCloud as well. Follow us on Twitter while you're on the social media networks at Absence of sports again that's at absence of sports you can follow me there as well at jeremy otto pxp for play-by-play again that's at j-e-r-e-m-y-o-t-t-o pxp certainly dial us up on facebook in the absence of sports 
as well. And have any ideas for anything you want to see on future podcasts, chime in there. Send us a Facebook message. We'd love to hear what you want to hear on this show as well. And we'll certainly be following baseball closely. It looks like, it looks like, we've been saying that quite a bit, that we may just have a season now, uh, the way everything is trending, and maybe in the next couple days we'll see them start to ramp up and report to spring training. The target, uh, if you haven't seen, is July 1st to start Major League Spring Training again. So that will be a big story to follow. Maybe we'll have some guests in the coming days on that as well as they get ready and we get ready, hopefully, for a professional baseball season. We'll see you for Episode 22. Have a great week, everyone. You've been listening to In the Absence of Sports. Interact with the show and Jeremy on Twitter at JeremyAutoPXP. That's J-E-R-E-M-Y-O-T-T-O-P-X-P. See you again soon for another episode of In the Absence of Sports.